favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. One of my old buddies on today, and we're kind of uh, backwards this week because we we haven't been able to eat with Bud Mitchell. He's down in in uh, Daytona Beach and uh, going to be watching everything that goes on down there, I presume. And bless his heart, uh, we we eat over there usually every Friday. And I, you know, isn't it strange how we miss people when they're gone? Especially people that mean a lot to us. It's amazing. Absolutely, but I'm glad he's gotten a break. I am too, because he's the hardest working little fella I've ever known in my life. Unbelievable. Yeah, and he's not working for himself. He's working for everybody else to make sure that everything's taken care of. That's what brings him the greatest joy. Yeah, and you are our trustee, county trustee, which means that you take care of all our money and you make sure that we're pretty solvent here in Rutherford County. And I, I, nobody, I, I love that name, uh, uh, the title trustee, because everybody trusts you, Teb. It, it, it's amazing, y- your character and how you take care of everything. And um, I know it, at one time uh, people were pushing you to, to do something else, and you said, I'm in love with what I'm doing because I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And you have a have had a great staff all these years, and, and it makes a big difference. Yeah, really great group of ladies to work yeah. with. Now, you're getting near the end of property taxes. We are. February the 28th yeah. is the deadline to pay uh, taxes without interest. Interest starts accruing March the 1st. Those, those taxes are payable from the first Monday in October through the end of February. What is the interest rate in this day and time? Well, you know, on delinquent taxes, it's 1.5% per month, so it's 18% a year. So you want to avoid the interest if you can. Now, the interest we're receiving on money is about four-tenths of 1% or uh-huh. 40 basis points. Uh, and we are been able to borrow money over a 20-year period with an interest cost less than 2%, which has been amazing. Uh, but the the interest rate on delinquent taxes is 1.5% a month, and that accrues the first of each month. Yeah. You've got your finger on all those things that are financial. Uh, almost every government borrows money from time to time to take care of the year that's coming up uh, it, it, it it's uh he, he they're telling me to tell you to talk closer into the mic okay. but you're eating it right now it's pretty good <laughs> I, mean, I, I i think for some reason our uh, uh headphones are not as uh they're not normal this morning or you might say but um you were telling me earlier that, of course, you can file on your taxes 
if you get your money in before the first of January, right? In the, in, in the you can. Now look, that's federal tax on your federal income tax, and that has changed some. Federal, uh -oh. federal uh, or property taxes for most people are still deductible off of federal income taxes, mm -hmm. but. Uh, and the, under the last administration, the standard deduction was raised to such a, an extent mm -hmm. that many people are better off to take the standard deduction than they are to itemize. And it would depend on how much uh, mortgage interest you have, donations, uh, if you itemize your sales tax, those things. So uh, while it is technically still deductible, lots of folks are not deducting it now because they're they're choosing to take the standard deduction that was significantly increased in one of the last tax bills three or four years ago. Yeah. So uh, that has made a huge difference. Uh, but that would be deductible. And if it's a business expense, then certainly those are still deductible as expenses. So kind of broader discussion was December is the largest collections month for property taxes by dollar volume. Mm -hmm. February is the largest collection month by transaction because a lot of people are paying in December to get it in in the calendar year. Mm -hmm. And mortgage companies that escrow payments uh, traditionally pay us in the month of December. Mm -hmm. And so lots of, of uh, homeowners have their property taxes and insurance escrowed and those companies pay us in December. So we get large uh, amounts of money in December and then uh, lots of transactions in February. With COVID, if you don't mind, we'll talk a little bit about paying those. Yeah. You can always pay your taxes online at rctrustee.com. Uh, you can go there. Uh, you can look under our picture. It says search and pay taxes online. Click on that. Mm -hmm. You can you can print. Uh, if you do uh, take your property taxes off of your federal income tax and you need a copy of your receipt, you can go to rctrustee.com and print a receipt. You can print a bill or you can pay. If you use a credit or debit card to pay taxes, and that's true online, or if you come to one of our offices, uh, which are in Smyrna and Murfreesboro. The Murfreesboro office is in the old historic courthouse in the center of the square. Mm -hmm. We're on the main floor, been there a long time. It's wonderful to be in that building. We also have a location in Smyrna, which is in the county clerk's building next to the emissions testing station, where you get your car tags in Smyrna off Weekly Lane there on I Street, 205 I Street. Uh, you can go there. If you pay with a credit or debit card, either online or in the office, there is a 2.5% fee to use that card. Now, the county doesn't charge that, but the card companies and the processing companies uh, that do that charge that. And a lot of people say, well, I'm not used to seeing that. Well, merchants have not in the past been allowed to charge that. Mm -hmm. uh, they absorb that. But that's how you get money back and airline miles and all those things because card companies charge merchants to do that. And the county... Uh, governments are able to pass that on. So that's that no no profit to us that we just uh, pass that, that fee on. But you can pay online with an e-check. So if you have your check and you have your routing number and check number that's there on the bottom, those numbers on the bottom of your check, mm -hmm. you can pay your, your taxes and you can pay more than one property uh, with one check and it just costs a dollar and a half. And mm -hmm. so a lot of folks will use credit and debit cards, but a lot of individuals are using e-check because it's a dollar and a half you don't have to come in. You don't have to mail anything. That works works great. You can always mail us your check, and we do honor the postmark. So you doesn't have to be in our office by February 28th. It just has to be postmarked. So yeah. you can drop that in the mail because I know some people always call and worry, well, I'm afraid it won't get there. That's okay. As long as you get it in the U.S. Post Office by February 28th, 
you're going to be fine. You're going to be considered timely paid. And you can still come in our offices. Our offices are open. Uh, Murfreesboro is open 8 to 4.30. Smyrna is open 8 to 4 Monday through Friday. But we do close for lunch from 12.30 to 1. So you can come in. But the number of people coming in our offices has really declined in the last few years. And with COVID, we've seen a real drop this year. But you're still welcome to come in. Our staff's there. And we'll be glad to answer any questions or take care of any needs that you have in those payments. Most older people like myself, I'm sure, would would usually pay at the courthouse. They they want to be there, meet you, uh, all, all the 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 ladies that are in there. It, it, it's really uh, it, it's 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 not a bad time for most of us. We're glad to come in and and and, and pay our amount that that we owe and, and pay for the services that Rutherford County offers to everybody. And uh, but this is the very first year that I paid through the mail. I've never done it before, and and it, it's um, I I, th I think that I was in a hurry more than anything else because I usually tell you I'm going to pay you early, in which I like to pay earlier. So, um, but there there's something about especially our elected head. We all like to go in and have conversation with them. And you have done such a wonderful job over there as county trustee because everybody trusts you for what you're doing. And with the change in technology and everything else, it's hard for us older people to stay up with that. I mean, um, of course, I'm just a little bit over 50 years old. I maybe. 34 or something like that <laughs> but but um it, it's uh it, it, it's a warm feeling to go in there and be around those people i miss those days with everybody was in the courthouse and and uh, it, it was uh, you develop a great friendship there and i know that you have that there with all of those people and i was wondering do cpas converse with you a lot during this particular time of year because things change so often. You know, with the Internet mm -hmm. and with our website, we have fewer conversations with tax attorneys and CPAs and, and closing uh, agents to do closing because now all of the information pretty much they're looking for is available online. Mm -hmm. It has changed significantly even in the time that I've been in the office, those conversations. Because we used to have searchers come in daily and look in our tax books mm -hmm. or ask us for information. But now that information is on online. I miss all the people coming in. And we still have a lot of people who come in every year. And they'll have a joke. They'll cut up. They'll come fuss with us, uh, mostly tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Just feel like, I can't give you my money if I don't fuss. And they're not. They're just having a good they're just having a good time picking at us, yeah. and that's the fun part of the job. But again, that is changing significantly. The positive side to the technology is that as our county has grown, we've added very little staff. I think we have one more staff member uh, than Mr. Penuel started with, wow. and that would have been 30-plus years ago. And the reason we had to add a staff member is we opened that second location in Smyrna. But the technology just allows us to do so much more 
uh, work than we used to. Because used to the ladies would you'd actually pull a tax card out of a of a lectriever, pull that card and mark it paid, and go over to the tax book and and stamp it paid and write the date in uh, when it was paid. And now uh, we do that all through the computer, and it prints out a receipt. Uh, it shows it paid. It downloads it to the internet. All of that is so different than it used to be because I, I, I just can't imagine what size our staff would have to be today if we were still pulling those cards uh, like we used to do. And now we can just print a receipt right out. We can email it to you, whatever uh, whatever we need to do. That has really changed. And, and uh, even when I first started at the trustee's office, uh, I would carry a, a check to the bank every day to cover the, the checks that the county had written, the warrants, mm-hmm. but, but they act, they're, they're checks. And uh, now we we get on uh, the internet and just wire uh, the money and uh, transfer those things. So that is it is it has changed tremendously, uh, and it affects the relationships that we have. Uh, but it uh, it does add efficiency. So there are pluses and there are minuses. But it greatly reduces staff and cost. That's amazing. I I, I know. Going to Smyrna does probably add more space, but over at the courthouse, taking care of, of the rest of the county and the city, it, I believe it's the same size. Your office is the same size that it was when Mr. Peniel was there. We, in, in that office, we haven't added any staff, uh, any staff at all. We've just been able to improve efficiency, uh, and a lot of that has to do with technology and, and, and good people to work with. Yeah. But we love for people to come in, so I don't want to discourage anybody from coming in, but you don't have to. If it's not convenient, you certainly don't have to. And a younger generation, uh, Truman, you'll remember this. I remember it from my childhood because I am a little younger than you are. We won't talk about just how, t- how just much. T- it doesn't, t- t- it really yeah. doesn't matter. Yes. But still remember Aubrey Weatherly, oh, the blind yes. gentleman who ran the concession stand in the courthouse. And people, even this week, uh, have talked about, you know, when he was there, and and those memories of the courthouse, and and and, and people being there, and Gladys Dement uh, mm-hmm. sitting there at the door, uh, waiting for her quarter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and there in the phone booth, and and the gentlemen who were whittling outside, and all the conversation that went on around the courthouse, kind of as the hub of activity, and uh, that that that's that's been changed really for a lot of years, but. Uh, it, it's it's not and, and with the courts now in the judicial building, yeah. which is which is a very nice uh, facility and very much needed. But it's 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 spread us out so you don't have all of that uh, going on just right around uh, the historic courthouse that that we had in, in your earlier years serving in county government and and, and certainly in in my younger years when so much activity was there. You brought back a lot of old memories for me when you were talking about Mr. Weatherly and. Of course, Big Tommy would come over there all the time, and Big Tommy Smith, and and uh, aggravate him. And it, it was it was a um, a time that's passed that I wish was still there. You, you know, I never understood exactly why the whittlers were chased off, and and the the uh, uh, people who loved to play play checkers in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, it was more open. To people um, that you, you never worried about them. I mean, it was. Um, I, 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 when I think about it, a lot of times I, I, I kind of get sad a little bit 
because uh, government was um, friendly back then. It, it really was. And the people that you got to meet were kind of like legends in, in, in the community. And you, you talk about Mr. Uh, Weatherly. You know, I, I've always wondered, he didn't think like everybody else did. Of course, he was blind. He, he would buy him a Lincoln Continental, couldn't drive, couldn't do anything, but he'd always have someone else that could drive him around and, and go to all these special places. He'd go all to the sporting events. And um, and there were, were uh, uh, folks, uh, gentlemen, uh, I could think mostly around town that carried him to uh, to big sporting events and yeah. basketball games and, and just made sure that he got to go and, and took care of him. Go to all the, the central uh uh, football games and basketball games and I never will forget we were at a, an event one time and I was sitting with Dr. Ray Troop who uh, was in my class and we were just sitting there having a good time and all of a sudden Mr. Weatherly swallowed a piece of meat and was choking so uh, Dr. Troop said Truman you need to go over there and do the Heimlich on him I said, you're the doctor, Ray. Why don't you? No, 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 no. You need to go over there and do it. So I did. And uh, bless his heart, it, it took a while for that meat to come out of his throat. But uh, he was uh, he was fine afterwards. But uh, you can almost, you, you name somebody that uh, everybody knew, like Mr. Weatherly. It brings up memories of all kinds of special occasions during that time. And um, do you think we're going to keep outgrowing all this stuff and and the um, personal memories are not going to be as strong as they were? Because I can remember everybody was in the courthouse uh, back in the 70s and early 80s, I guess. And uh, everybody was close. I, I mean, every one of the different... Say circuit court clerks and, and county uh, court clerks, and just goes on and on and on. The whole government was inside, except for the schools, was inside the courthouse. And the ag extension was up on the third floor. For those yeah. of us that were in 4-H, we would go up to third floor for meetings and yeah. practice things. And uh, that was before they renovated yeah. the courthouse and, and redid the the upstairs. Every but everybody was there. That was a it was an interesting time. in screen doors mm -hmm. on the courthouse. You know, I wish we had little uh, movies set up and would have each one of the people. Uh, of course, there's no way that we could get them. A lot of them have passed on. But uh, uh, where we could, uh, I was talking to Eloise this morning, Eloise Gaither, and gosh, everybody sort of loved. The office yeah. For 40 six or seven years yeah and, and everybody loved all of them i mean they were just so special and all the judges and the da's office everything was right there in that one spot and, and, and judge jim buckner was a, a legend in our community in those days i, I think i i think legend is probably too too small of a word for miss uh, for judge buckner I would go into sit in his office, and a lot of times go into court because we were we didn't go to law enforcement schools at the academies back then, so I had to learn somehow uh, how to when we made arrests what we were supposed to do and all that other stuff, 
and I just sit there and, and listen to him. And uh, you're right. Uh, I can't say some of the things that he would tell people in the court of law over the radio. But uh, he he had a lot of common sense on everything he did. It wasn't just the, the legal part. He, he wanted to do something to make their lives better. And, and he was... Uh, pretty much to the point on everything he would say to them. But you know, the, the change, uh, Truman, uh, for those who are younger, uh, don't remember those days, so they will have different memories, yeah. but hopefully they'll have memory of community. Uh, I think the sickness of COVID has been a terrible thing. So those who have been sick, those who have lost loved ones, that's yeah. the terrible side of COVID, and I don't want to minimize that. But for those who have avoided serious illness with COVID, uh, or, or loss in their families. I, I think the loss of social contact has been one of the great distresses of COVID because there is that uh, there is just a need in, in us uh, to be together. And I miss those times of being I able to be together to be and, and, and socialize. Yeah, has, has been a has been a great thing. And I I think about uh, folks in in, in hospitals or, or uh, long-term care facilities and, and and even those who are at home who have not been able to be with loved ones or have, have limited that, uh, that's, that's had a tremendous impact because getting out and being part of community is, uh, is such, an important, such an important thing. And, and talking about memories, this is not a memory for Rutherford County for me, Truman, but I worked a couple of years in Hickman County in Centerville in the summers. Mm. I did an internship there with the church uh, when I was in college. This would have been back in the 80s. And I was there during election time. And... Uh, now we turn on WGNS, or we go to the to the election commission website, and all that's mm -hmm. posted to get the election returns. But we all stood around the courthouse square in Centerville, and they had a chalkboard, and they were white writing the the election returns when the precincts came in mm -hmm. on the chalkboard. And so everybody, when I say large numbers, were standing out in the courthouse yard watching the election returns. Now that's memories my children won't have and lots of folks won't have it. Actually not a memory because Rutherford County was really past that even in my youth. But those were those were great times as everybody stood out anxious as somebody would come out and start writing on the chalkboard uh, on these close elections, especially as who was winning what and those who follow elections know where votes come from matter and uh, that was an that was a that was an interesting time. Uh, to kind of go back in time for me, uh, where I missed a little bit as Rutherford County had kind of grown past that, even yeah. uh, even in, by the time I was old enough to recognize. But that was an interesting an interesting time. That was an enjoyable experience for me. Can, can you believe, just like this last election, the presidential election, did you ever believe that things would get so... Um, it, it, it's it's different. Uh, people, their political uh, beliefs, and and the yeah, the the uh, the the way that they relate back to the political climate has really it's gotten to the point that it, it's hard for me to even understand it, and 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 I won't even watch the news simply because of what happened. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Ted Beatty. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. 
It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Where is the best barbecue in town? In 1920, East Main, the best barbecue for miles around is in 1920. East Main, you can buy it by the pound sandwich platter or plate. No matter what you choose, it will taste great. You can come with a friend by yourself or with a date. Just lick the pig barbecue. Barbecue pork, beef or chicken, Brunswick stew, great sides, lunch specials, down home atmosphere, and they cater. Slick Pig Barbecue, it's the best! Hey, this is Taylor with Bell Jewelers, inviting you to come shop with us. Valentine's is fast approaching, so come shop with us at Bell Jewelers. Some of the perfect Valentine's gifts are anything from a heart-set pair of earrings and necklaces, to diamond solitaire earrings, to even maybe a Valentine's Day proposal. The best way to say Happy Valentine's is through Bell Jewelers. 821 Northwest Broad Street, across from Toots. Hey guys, I want to encourage you to make your health a priority this year. Brand new year, I should say. It's easier than you think at Low T Center. They are reinventing the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone levels. They offer a comprehensive health assessment so that you know all the numbers that are important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, have a lack of motivation and drive, maybe you noticed weight gain and a loss of muscle mass. These could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or sleep apnea. Low T Center will help determine the cause of your symptoms and will help you get back to feeling your best. It all starts with a quick and easy health assessment, and that's covered by most health insurance. Low T Center is concierge medicine exclusively for us men, and they now offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety. That also include taking home a blood pressure monitoring cuff. Self-inject at-home treatments are $135 a month for self-pay, or covered by most health insurance. To schedule your assessment, go to LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Quick cash could do you right. Quick cash could do you right. You could win some cash in an instant. You could win it later that night. Fun now, fun later. Add quick cash to a drawing game. Like Lotto America, Cash for Life, and even Tennessee Cash. Add quick cash to any of them, and you can win cash in the flash. Today's the day to play quick cash from the Tennessee Lottery. It's game changing fun. Ooh. Now please play responsibly. We welcome you now to Skateboard Vert. On the deck, it's the extreme one, Tristan Jaden, dropping in, and whoa, no way! Did he just frontside, backside that? He did, Brooks. He hit the front of that extreme cash instant game, flipped it, scratched the back, and this crowd is loving it. <laughs> We've seen extreme tricks before, Ryder, but I don't know how you top this. I really don't. Take your fun to the extreme with extreme cash games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. For the first time in four weeks, gas prices across the state held steady instead of increasing. Tennessee gas price average is now $2.23 a gallon. In Murfreesboro, some discounters are selling regular gas at $2.06 a gallon. Governor Bill Lee says the tragedy of the coronavirus outbreak won't define Tennessee or rob it of the opportunity that 2021 holds. During his State of the State address before lawmakers at the War Memorial Auditorium Monday night, the governor said the money is there for one-time capital improvement projects, rural investments, and to go all in on the basic education fund. 
The governor said by the time the year is over, Tennessee's combined rainy day fund and 10K reserve funds will be $2 billion. That's the largest in state history. Lee also said the state is mourning the over 10,000 Tennesseans who have died of COVID-19. Meanwhile, health officials across the state hoping they won't see a surge in coronavirus cases following the Super Bowl. People were encouraged to either watch the game alone with friends virtually or with people they live with, but to not attend traditional Super Bowl parties. Those parties are seen as potential super spreader events. Doctors say they'll know in the next couple of weeks whether Tennesseans listened to that advice. Rutherford County Fire and Rescue, Emergency Medical Services, the Sheriff's Office, and Christiana Volunteer Fire Department all responded to a residential fire in a duplex on Cedar Street just before 1.30 Monday afternoon. When they got there, they found fire and smoke coming from the roof of one side of the duplex. The fire contained quickly, causing minimal damage with no injuries. Investigators say the cause of the blaze was electrical. Follow us on Twitter at WGNS Radio. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help when others won't. It's what our members tell us we do every day. Whether it's a loan for a car you need to get to work or saving for the future, let us see if we can help. If you live, work, worship, or attend school in Rutherford, Bedford, or Marshall Counties, you can be a member of Heritage South. Visit our website, HeritageSouth.org, to learn more. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. Mostly cloudy skies here this afternoon, a high in the mid-50s. Winds out of the north around 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight's slight chance for rain late alone near 38. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 40. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes for Premier Six Theater. They're now open from NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with Teb Beatty. You, you look a whole lot more refreshed for some reason than you did earlier, but uh, I don't know. Just, some, just something happens. I don't know what it is. Um, Truman, I want to follow up if you don't on mind where we kind of left this conversation. I had a, okay. a, a, a good friend in the Milton community who would probably be close to 100 oh, today. Wow. He's, he's deceased. Uh, but he had not voted for years and years and years and years. And uh, so we said, talked about it. And he said, when I was younger, so this would have been 
60, 70 years ago now, maybe, maybe mm. longer. Uh, he went to vote, I think, in the military community. He went to vote, and a fight broke out, and they got into to I a, have to seen a, those fights. things in the past myself. And uh, he quit voting. He just said, ah. I, you know, which, which I'm not sure was the, but that, so, so that people fight over elections is not new. Mm -hmm. I, I think at the national level, the, the, uh, the distrust and the discourse has become unhealthy. My fear is that we lose faith in the system, not just elections, but in our government, and it only functions when the citizenry is involved yeah. in voting and being a part of government. And you being a part of county government, whether it's county government, wherever, people being involved and taking part and being interested uh, really makes a difference. And I hope that we do not become so discouraged that we remove ourselves from from the public discourse that we remove ourselves from from the function of our government because that would be extremely detrimental and uh, that that we somehow figure a way to communicate uh, because honest people can disagree yeah. and we have to we have to be able to work through that but if we remove ourselves and and just say I'm not going to be involved I'm not going to take part that outcome when good people do that uh, that outcome won't be positive for us, and so I, that that concerns me greatly. And I hope we get get through this this time uh, that uh, that we can can be involved because uh, there are still lots of good people involved yeah. in government, especially at, at the county level. It's been a, an honor for me to serve, and uh, I'm proud to be uh, a part of of county government. Uh, and I don't want people to lose hope or uh, not become involved because I think that would really be, be detrimental. Don't you think the um, this county is growing so fast? I mean, it's just exploding. And your family and my family, we've known uh, back back in the 30s. Um, of course, I can't go to the 30s, but the 40s and the 50s and the 60s. We knew most of the people in Rutherford County. I didn't know anybody in that time, Truman. Well, of course you didn't. You weren't even around, <laughs> big boy. But 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 it's when things start changing as far as population growth, we lose touch with the community a little bit more. Uh, we've seen all these riots and things going on in the, the major cities, and in most of those areas, people are not aware of each other or their families and things like that. And uh, relationship will usually bring more trust and caring than it does when everything starts spreading out and you don't know the background of individuals and things like that. And and when you're li ha you're having to pay attention to a uh, irresponsible media like we've had to go through, I think that's made the biggest change of anything. When we sensationalize, yeah, and when our view and only showing the evidence that supports our view, whatever side that view is on, when we've ceased to have an honest discourse and where we only show what supports my view mm -hmm. and ignore everything that um, would be detrimental to my view, we're not painting an accurate picture and people can't make good decisions. Yeah, and that 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 happens to us, and I found, do uh, 
uh, avoid the headlines. I've found very often if you read a story, especially in a newspaper or, or, or a post from a, from a newspaper, sometimes the story will be fairly accurate at times, but the headline will be completely mis will be it's only there to grab your attention. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I think that's that's detrimental. I, I know it's I know it's detrimental to getting accurate information because it, it almost then leads us to believe that every decision that's made that I disagree with by somebody was either stupid or they were on the take because that's the only reason in the world they could have made that decision. When sometimes if we talk to each other, you say, you know, I disagree with you, but I at least understand that you had some logic behind, you know, what you did. And we've, we've somehow lost that and vilified uh, anyone with whom we would disagree or we've made them to, to look unintelligent. Yeah. And that's a, uh, I think that's a, that's very detrimental uh, to 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 the public discourse and to the public good, and we have to uh, avoid that. Uh, it's true in uh, almost every arena, you know. In, from a ministry standpoint, Truman, uh, it's not right and fair for me to go to the scripture and only pull out scripture that supports my view and ignore others. If I truly want to be a follower of Jesus Christ, I have to read the the whole scripture. And, and learn how to use the whole scripture because I, I mean you can pull anything out of context to support almost anything but that's not accurate that's not honest it's intellectually dishonest and it's important that we be intellectually honest yeah. and sometimes we make mistakes and you need to admit that but we also have to be forgiving of people who make mistakes this cancel culture that we are in today that says I disagree with you I'm going to I'm going to remove you from social media. I'm going to remove you from the public discourse. You can't survive in that. People have to be able to make mistakes and grow from them. We all make them. Uh, the best you can do, you're going to make them. And if we absolutely say one strike and you're out, yeah. th there's no way to survive that, Truman. There's no way. Uh, so that at that point, you're afraid to say anything or do anything. You can't expand and grow. That's not a that's not a healthy. Uh, environment and not one that I think we can survive. We've got to again learn to be uh, forgiving now, not accepting of people who want to do wrong. Don't misunderstand me, but allow people to grow and and learn and and and, and move past their mistakes. Hey, do you ever wonder why it's the the real strength of of this country is is what's really taking a barrage of anti-American uh, type things. Like, uh, you, you take the church. The church has always been maybe one of the strongest parts of our country. We believe in God. We believe in Jesus. Uh, and uh, it, it, it's one of those things that you feel very comfortable uh, uh, with, with your beliefs, and you feel very strongly, and you... You hope other people will continue uh, going to the church of, uh, uh, that, that, that they uh, uh, particularly want to worship in and, and things like that. We've got a caller coming in, but I, I, I do want to finish this. Law enforcement is taking a beating right now. The number one thing that's protecting us in our country, it, it, it is really taking a, uh, 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 having a negative impact on our country, way they're treating our law enforcement officers, our military, uh, uh, our our school system has changed quite a bit over the years, as we know, and and some of the things that we ha held dear as far as the patriotism in this country 
has not really gotten a positive uh, feedback as far as as going through the schools and the in the colleges and things like that. So, uh, it, when you start losing the the trust of what's happening in our country, it really does make a, a it's almost like what we've seen in a lot of these countries that have changed so much during particular periods of time, like in in, in Japan or, or uh, in, in Germany and places like that. We don't need things like that because the United States is, is the closest to a perfection in a government as any other country has ever been, and it's always been for the people. Now, let's get to the phone call. And uh, caller, welcome aboard with Tab Beatty. Good morning, Casey. Yeah, you know we've been through a lot together, haven't we? Yes, we have. You all is on a top of the chart conversation. Like I said again, we've been through a lot. We just it, uh, it, it takes. We got to be and stay on the honesty track, and it looks really bad when leaders is found guilty. And they still don't want to stand up. You know what I mean? We've yeah. been through a lot of that too, and that has really hurt politics, Christianity in this country. Has really went through a lot. Can I get an amen? You're right. And, and we, as Americans, we are God's country. We've got to, when we were wrong, we got to admit that we we're wrong. And then, and we just we get we 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 we, we seen bad coming. We got to step on out there and meet it, meet it. Cause like you, I know where you all were headed today. We 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 know it's. We have got to change, and we're going to have to change soon. The love in this country is in trouble, you all. We can't make it without real love. You're right. I appreciate y'all time. You know, a lot of people talk to me. They, they're talking to me about calling the talk show, and they said, Casey, they said I'd speak for them. Well, I just try to speak for the truth, and I pre speak for God, because you can't beat the truth, because it's going to stand. I've been talking the same way, Truman, you know, we met on the radio. I'm where we met in your office, too. But I just believe in right, right is right, because we've been through a lot. Won't nothing be right. It'll always stand, you all. Appreciate y'all, and I'm listening. Y'all have a good day. Thank you, Casey. Thank you, Casey. And he's exactly right. Uh, the relationships that you have here in in this community have have, for the most part, always been solid. I mean, we the, you can't find a place to go in this community that there's not love. For each individual and respect for each each individual, and you've got uh, you've got something that follows you all the time, Teb, because you grew up in an atmosphere uh, over at, at uh, Beatty's, right? And uh, everybody loved your daddy, and of course everybody knew Ann and and, and uh, your mom and. It, it was, you guys, um, you made it comfortable for everybody to come in there. 
and you became part of the 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 Beatty family when you did business with Beatty's and then you grew from that uh you have been in the ministry for for a long time uh over at Milton Church of Christ right and, and uh all of those things have a positive feeling for most of us here in this community because most of us know your family of course it's 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 growing now uh, so large that the people who go to the polls and vote here in Rutherford County, the large majority of them, they don't know any of the individuals that are running for office, which I think is a sad thing because to me, a lot of, like you, you would be an automatic for me to vote. I'm going to vote for Ted Beatty because... I know you, I know your family, and I know the type of person that you are. But we're starting to, it, it, it's its almost uh, gotten to the situation that it's a crapshoot whenever people go and vote. You don't know what in the world they're going to do anymore. Because, again, you don't know. Back in the 80s, I used to go to Houston. Uh, yeah. Two or three times in a row, I went to Houston in the spring for the Rodeo and Livestock Show. Yeah. And it would be in March, and weather would be bad here. And down in Houston, you could sit outside in the evening and eat, and it was just it was a nice break from the mud and, and from winter. And yeah. I, I enjoyed the Rodeo and Livestock Show. Big, big event uh, in Houston. But you would go into a, a, to the restaurant or a hotel or whatever, and you would be trying to find another restaurant or another place. Mm -hmm. And you realize that those people... If it wasn't within two or three blocks of where they were, they had no idea what was going on in the rest of the community. Yeah. Because it was so large, and it really stuck out to me then. But it's almost coming to Rutherford County now. Things are growing so much that, if you know, used to where we kind of knew every people from different parts of the county and what they were doing and what they were involved with and their families. Mm -hmm. But as the community's grown, if it's not just part of where you work or where you might go to church or or your kids' school or whatever that is. There's so much that goes on in the county you just don't even have any idea about anymore. Yeah. Uh, and it's really made a difference because we don't know uh, people like like we used to. And that's, uh, I, I don't know how you change that, but it certainly is different. And this county has grown so rapidly. We're adding, you know, so many new people every week that uh, that it's just, it's just amazing. I, I went to... Uh, uh, out 96 toward Alexandria this weekend. And the number of houses that are being built in Cannon County and Wilson County uh, out out that section, it, it's, it's just amazing. You know, we're building more houses even out in our rural areas, not even the big subdivisions that most counties will see in a year. And, and they're just almost every open place that you, you see, and there's still a lot of land, but just new, new people come and people want to be here because it is a great place. And I'm thankful yeah. to I'm thankful to be here. You know, uh, John Floyd was on the show uh, uh, recently, and he was talking about how things have been moving out of Davidson County, and he he's building homes uh, in five or six counties. And he says what you're starting to see is that Rutherford County uh, and the cities within are growing so fast that people are starting, people have been here for the family's deep roots go back a couple of hundred years. People are starting to look at going outside into 
other counties that are not as populated as we are. It's not overcome by density and things like that. You know, it's taken a long time. Uh, you mentioned Cannon County. Cannon County was one of those uh, counties that uh, it didn't want to grow, you might say. I think it's still a lot that way. So uh, with the uh, uh, John Bragg Highway, Everybody thought that Cannon County was going to explode and Warren County and all those, uh, and, and it didn't. Uh, but it's starting to, we're starting to see a change. And is it possible for Rutherford County just to get too large that it's not comfortable for the people who have lived here for a long, long time? You know, it, it certainly is changing, and yeah. I think, but change is inevitable, so I've just learned to accept it and try to move on with it. Yeah. Uh, I think what happens is affordability. Mm -hmm. uh, it's what pushes a lot of people out, you know, out further. I think John's yeah. comment was drive till you can afford to buy. Yeah. I, I was talking about the Williamson County trustee is a very, very dear friend of mine. And we were talking uh, just a couple of weeks ago and they had a new survey out and the average home price, the average home price in Brentwood, Tennessee is almost a million dollars. Yeah. Franklin is $600,000. The average home price in Franklin, Tennessee is 600000 All the way out to Spring Hill, the average home price is in the 400000 And so that becomes difficult. So you're seeing people push. Now, we're not quite there mm -hmm. uh, as, as Williamson County is uh, you know, on the high, there on the higher end. But I, I do think you, you see just the cost of construction, the cost of lots, is expensive and, and, and building materials at this point for my friends that are in that industry have it's just amazing how much they've shot up so cost uh have really increased and i think that pushes that pushes more people out mm -hmm. as well and it's amazing if you've not been downtown lately when i'm, I'm talking about uh north spring that that area north church mm -hmm. uh the remodeling the new construction and the remodeling that's going on in that part of our community, those, those little houses are being fixed up, and, and they've become, lots of them have become rather expensive. I mean, there's, there's facility housing in that area that, that are in the upper threes, yeah. the, three, the 390 range for housing in, in that part of the community. And, you know, 15, 20 years ago, those were $65,000 houses, and now we've got houses in that community bringing in the 300s. So it's a, it's amazing the difference, but they've really fixed them up. It's a, it's a nice, you know, it's really becoming a nice community. Really, I mean, when you think about the cost of housing, and and you look at the interest rate, uh, with you have a lot of young people that are are starting to purchase homes or build homes, and when you've got an interest rate as low as it is now, it, it's already affordable, isn't it? The, the interest rates have have made a huge have made a huge difference in. Uh, but I tell you what is interesting that uh, that will make things a little different, and we don't know what the future holds, but we've been in a, a, a fairly extended period of low inflation mm -hmm. uh, in our country. I can remember talking to people who are a little older than I am, Truman, your age and, and between us, mm -hmm. that were talking about, you know, they had a house payment in the 300s, $300 a month. Well, when I first got that, that payment, it was hard for us to make. But as they got toward the end of that loan, with inflation, that $300 payment was had really was not nearly as significant. Yeah. Uh, but with the lower inflation, these payments, while interest rates are low, 
the inflation is not not deflating that payment. So you're going to see that at the if that continues at the end of that loan, mm -hmm. that 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 payment's still going to be significant. So that changes. Uh, I think that will change things a little bit. Uh, but the interest rates uh, have made it more affordable, but it probably increases the the price of the house somehow. That that, yeah. that tends to you know to to try to level out, but that's made a difference. And these interest rates have been lower than most of us thought, uh, having been in in, in business school uh, in the 80s mm -hmm. to see inflation where it is now. And in fact, you're going to see the Federal Reserve has taken a completely different look. They've been fighting inflation for 40 years, hmm. you know, and have yeah. actually said now we're going to be much slower to raise rates and to cut stimulus to the economy because inflation's not such a risk, but full employment is such a benefit to the economy that as we near full employment, especially for those lower income earners, it really helps them advance uh, their incomes that the Fed has said our policy today is to, to sit back and let, let the economy get a little more heated than we've done in the last 40 years and uh, allow for lower unemployment and maybe a little more inflation because inflation is not the threat that it was uh, in the in the late 70s and early 80s when we saw people paying interest uh, interest in the 20s, you know, interest rates in the 20s, and today interest is in the around three. So a tremendous difference because when you were paying 20% interest, that that was almost unbearable, and it did take a lot of people out. Is that what's happened to us in government right now? You've done such a a good job of, of managing the, the the growth in there as far as funding it. And, and uh, it, it seems like we've been able to hold our own even though we're growing so fast. And usually uh, growth doesn't pay for itself, as we know. Uh, I can remember we were always just about seemed like always a year behind in trying to catch up. Is it still that way, or is the interest rate... Uh, what what's going on right now? Is it helping us? Well, let's talk about several things there. You mentioned Cannon County. Residential growth, while we need it, and I'm not against it, mm -hmm. if, if you build a house and they got two students in school, let's say that house pays $1,500 in taxes. Mm -hmm. Well, it's costing us sixteen dollars to $20,000 a year to educate those two kids. Now, yeah. we get some state money. And, and all those things, but, but those are what the costs are. And residential houses pay on a 25% assessment. So if that house is worth $100,000, the tax rate is applied to $25,000. Mm -hmm. Commercial development uh, is taxed at a 40% assessment. So that $100,000 piece of property that's commercial is going to pay tax on $40,000. So about 60% more income. Mm -hmm. And the commercial tends to use a lot fewer services than residential does. So growing business in our community helps the tax base because they tend to be higher valued properties and they use fewer services. Yeah. So if you were just a bedroom community, which you know, if you get in outlying areas, if you're not developing business growth and you're just a bedroom community, then you're getting all of the expense of education, law enforcement, jails, all of those things that come with growing population without the increase in the revenue. So business growth uh, makes a huge difference. Having commercial development in a community uh, makes makes a huge difference. Yeah. And so that helps us. 
interest rates have helped us in that we have been able to borrow money at a, at a lower cost. Mm -hmm. And we do borrow money now. We don't borrow money for operations. In other words, we're not borrowing money just to pay, make payroll and those things. But we do borrow money for capital improvements, yeah. to build schools, to build the judicial center, uh, to, to, to do remodels, things like that, as, as they become necessary. And the vast majority of that would, would be for education, because that's you know where we're pushed, not yeah. not knocking that. Just and so that has made a difference. So we have, but but we we're able to put money aside to cover that debt. We know what that's going to be, and we've been able to refund some debt that we had in the past we've been able to reissue debt to pay that off and do that at a lower interest rate we did one uh just back in the fall that saved us about four million dollars over the life of that bond and what we've done in rutherford county which i really appreciate we don't borrow any money over 20 years uh i think metro nashville now has extended some debt to 40 years good we've not we've not we've not done that i think that's that's detrimental at 20 years but when we do a refunding we don't extend that term back out to 20 years. Mm -hmm. We, if, 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 if there's only 15 years left, we do that refunding based on 15 years, so we're paying that off. So we're, we're not stretching that debt back out, which I think gets you in trouble. So I'm, I'm very proud of, of Rutherford County. And one, our commission adopts a budget. Every year by July 1, our county commission has adopted a budget. In fact, budget meetings have already started with the mayor and the finance director. I think they had their first one yesterday. So, mm -hmm. you know, here we are in, in, in early February. We're already meeting on budgets, preparing for what the spending looks like for 21-22. By the end of June, by the 1st of July, our county commission, after the mayor and, and, and finance people and the department heads and elected officials get together, they'll present a budget. We'll have hearings. We'll have public hearings about that budget. And the commission will vote on a budget, and they will vote on a tax levy on revenue sources to fund that, of which property taxes is a part of that and all the other sources of revenue. Property taxes is about usually, for most every county, about a third of the actual budget. Property yeah. taxes pays for about a third of the county budget. But the reason I want to point that out, I appreciate our commission doing that. I appreciate our mayor and, and finance people doing that because some counties will wait till September or October every year to adopt a budget that starts in July. And, you know, they know it's coming. But our county is willing to look at what the situation is and, and make a spending plan and, and the revenue to support that because we don't do the opposite. We don't set a tax rate and say, all right, we got X money, let's spend it. We try to set back and say, what do we need to do in county government? And you can, you know, everybody's going to agree with some and disagree, but, but look at what are we doing, what are we spending, and then what revenue does it take to balance that budget? And we balance that budget every year. And our county has managed where we don't get in a cash flow crunch. There yeah. are some communities around us that, that actually have, they're worrying about making payroll in August and September. They're having to borrow money in anticipation of property taxes coming in to fund operations. They're having to look at some of their taxpayers and say, hey, can you pay us early? Because we don't have cash. We're out, yeah. we're out of money. But Rutherford County prepares for that. We have fund balances for rainy days and to make sure that we're not running out of money, that we can fulfill our obligations. And that makes a huge difference. That makes it a great community to live in that our government at least is looking and planning and, and making sound decisions about what that should look like. You mentioned something uh, earlier about um, borrowing money and never going over uh, 20 years uh, uh, on the payback. The um, 
And you mentioned Davidson County 40 years. I believe that's correct. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm that, very, very sorry. That has got to be a, a path to bankruptcy. There's no other way to look at it. It, it, it would not be a choice I would want to make. Absolutely. And, and, and you look for what they're uh, getting in, in, say, Davidson County and, and Shelby County, the two largest uh, uh, counties in the state of Tennessee. And uh, you look at what they've got. Their school systems there has been terrible, both in Davidson County and in, and in Shelby County. In the state, you, you're always looking to bail those particular areas out, the state government. It, they they start looking at, at everything that they can do to make sure that they're, they're still operational. Um, it, it, it doesn't seem like, to me, that growth, once you get to a certain limit, it becomes more of a negative factor than it does a positive factor in, in, in all the, the services that you get and, and how, how everything is being run in, in those areas. Is just just for your uh, the way that you look at it, and you're having to deal with having to take care of, of uh, financing all of those services. Will we reach a point at some time, uh, no matter how great uh, the leadership here would be in those particular areas, are we looking at something that is going to hit us hard? one of these days, and the whole atmosphere of this community will change. You know, I don't know what that is. That's always a possibility. I think what you have to always, you know, traffic is always going to be an issue. Yeah, it's, it is I now. Can, I can remember, though, I can remember 45 years ago. That's when you were born, right? Well, no, I was, I was a little bit before that. Yeah. I can remember Mom talking about on Friday afternoon she didn't want to get down on Broad Street because of all the traffic. <laughs> so it's so it's all relative. Yeah. You know, you know, things things have changed. And that was I mean, but there there was a lot of traffic compared to other things and now that shifted. So traffic is always an issue that we have to we have to keep working and planning for. And with with growth, there are there are positives and there are negatives. Things it, it does it changes it changes our community, it changes the complexity. And so we have to we have to deal with those and we have to plan for them as best we can. But the other side of that is, how many folks live in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County that are from surrounding counties to to Rutherford, mm -hmm. who maybe came to school at MTSU or somewhere else, mm -hmm. and have come to Rutherford County to live because there are jobs, and would tell you we loved where we came from yeah. we loved our family but if I didn't teach school my family didn't have a pharmacy I didn't want to farm I didn't want to work at, 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 at the mill or the, the factory that was there I needed to come to Rutherford County to find a, a, a decent paying job so the negative to growth, but the positive is that your children and grandchildren and my children, if they want to stay here close to us, there, there, there is work, there is opportunity mm -hmm. here for them. So that's, that's the positive side because we're actually seeing several of the counties in the state of Tennessee are having negative population 
there, there are the migration in several counties in the state of Tennessee is negative. People are moving out of those counties, and not because they're unhappy necessarily, but they have to find work. So there's there's always that balance. If you can't find a job, then then the growth is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, but if you're successful in the status quo, whatever that is, it's hard not to want to protect the status quo uh, at, at whatever level. If I'm if I'm successful with the way things are, I don't want them to change. And if I'm not successful with the way things are, I'm always pushing for change. And so typically change comes around the edges, wherever that, I'm not talking about just about government or community, whatever that is, because the people that are successful in the middle are, are happy to leave it that way and just do not have the challenges of change. But I think change is coming. So the important thing is how well do we manage it? How well do we prepare for that? And are we maintaining a quality of life? Because if we lose quality of life, then it doesn't benefit us at all. And so we, we have to we have to be planning for that and, and, and dealing with the challenges that come. And there's some really large challenges yeah. that come with that. But the, the, the thing is, nothing stays the same. And if we were to shut a door uh, and think, well, if we could just shut the door right here, it would all stay the same, it's not. The world's going to keep changing, and that's hard. I don't necessarily like that, but whatever it is, I've got to learn to adapt to the change. There was a little book written years ago, Who Moved My Cheese? Did you ever read that book? It was a, it was a popular little Who little book. Who Moved My Cheese? Who Moved My Cheese? I don't think I ever read that oh, one. Well, it's, I believe Blanchard wrote that book. Who wrote yeah. The One-Minute Manager, those yeah. books. But it is about mice in a maze. And they would go through the maze and, and find cheese, go into this room where there was cheese. And they would eat the cheese for a while and then begin to realize that the cheese was gone and they'd have to go to another room. Well, some of the mice would stay in that room uh, until the cheese was gone and then continue to stay in the room hoping the cheese would come back, but the cheese was gone. And the, the other mice realized that the cheese was moving and that yeah. for them to stay with the cheese, they had to be moving. And one of the mice kept running shoes around his neck so he could run and he would notice when the cheese started dwindling that it was time to move to the next place and so the point of the book was there, there's, you can't say I'm successful here I'm going to keep doing the same thing yeah. because it changes and let's take our friend Bud Mitchell Bud ran that grocery for years and years and that was hey and his I, dad I, mom before, before him, him and uh. they sold gasoline and I can tell you when I was in college in Nashville I'd buy enough gas to get home, and I'd fill up my tank at Bud's. Yeah. I, I mean, I was going to buy everything I could from Bud Mitchell because yeah. he was my friend, and we're still friends this day, yeah. and I still will buy anything I can buy from Bud Mitchell. I don't ask him what the price is. I don't care. He's fair to me. But the grocery store, the cheese was moving. Bud said, you know, the time that I'm spending here and I'm tired of this, it's time to move you know, to something else. And so if you'll remember, he he sold cars for a while before mm -hmm. he got in the tire business, but he had a, what had been the feed store. Yeah. And he had a, a, a little, uh, he would balance tires on one of those old bouncers that just had a bubble. And, and he had one little bay, well. one little bay where he changed tires. Yeah. And now look at, at what it's grown to. But if he had just stayed where he was, it would still be Bud in that one little bay you know, mm -hmm. changing what tires you can change. But that's expanding. And so uh, the cheese is going to always be moving 
it's not it's going to stay the same and so we have to adapt uh, adapt to we have to adapt to that and have an attitude of change and making the best of it but I, I think the point is I don't want to accept things as inevitable I want to be a part of let's make positive change and let's, you're let's doing work. a great job with that well, let's you know let's yeah. work to make our community better I don't want to res I, I'm not resigned to the fact that our best days are behind us Truman yeah I, I, I don't want to believe that and I don't believe it I think we have to work together for our family mm -hmm. for our community for our country that we work so that our best days are not behind us that we continue to build relationships that we continue to reach out and make friendships so that we don't become so large that we don't know anybody that that we're still and it may not be just our next door neighbor but that we eat buzz that we eat breakfast at buzz on friday the breakfast is great but none of us are really there for the breakfast no we're the there, relationships we're there for the relationships yeah and when you know when i go get my tires fixed at buzz i walk through the bays and i talk to those guys to chris and to little bud and to all of those guys you know because they're free. and when i go to the bank i still walk in the bank and I've got nothing against the drive-in, and I've got nothing against using your phone to take a picture of the check back. But I'm going to go in the bank and make a deposit because I want to do business with those people and see how they're doing and build those relationships. And when you go to a restaurant to eat, you still want to know somebody around you if you can and speak to them. And so, you know, but part of that is building community and doing the very best we can where we are. Uh, to be friendly and to be people of integrity and to do our very best uh, to keep to keep this community the great place that it has been and that it is and hopefully the great place it will continue to be because you know why we're growing because people want to be here this is a place where people want to be and I know sometimes we're kind of tired of them I, I get it because you and I have been here an awfully long time I yeah. remember when Shoney's and Jerry's were the only two chain restaurants we had in the whole place. Yep. If you hadn't been here, you you kidding me. Man, I remember when we got McDonald's and Crystal's. I remember when Wendy's came, you would have thought it was a gourmet steakhouse coming, you know. And those were great times when you go in a restaurant and it'd take you 10 minutes to get to your seat because you had to speak to everybody uh, that was around. You're still that way. And I still, I still love that. And it's yeah. never, it's never to me, I don't want to be, I'm never bothered by seeing people I know and people yeah. coming up and speaking or what I I love that. I don't want to bother anybody else, but I want to speak to them because they're part of our community. And, and I understand that those were, those were great days, but you know, I want my kids to look back and say, these are great days yeah. and, and, and try to create that environment where they're growing and for, for people to come, because it's always interesting when uh, we build a subdivision and people move in here from somewhere else, and then when they want to build a subdivision next to them, they're all upset about building that subdivision because it's going to change their view and it's going to add traffic. But that was the same thing with the people who lived on the other side of their subdivision before it got there. Yeah. So it's almost like I want to build, I want, I, I want to get mine, and then I want to shut the door. And, and and probably if we're honest with each other, that's that's not that's not fair. I can't just be about getting mine, uh, because what's made our country and community great is people who look forward and help the next generation coming along. Yeah. And we need to have that foresight too, uh, to realize that there are challenges. And so we need to get ahead of those and make it for our children and our grandchildren and those will come where they look we still want to live in rutherford county because it's a great place and what makes it a great place is there are great people 
And I'm glad we've got you as one of our leaders, Tab. Thank you. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you in the morning at 9 o'clock. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.